1: Eight hundred four seven zero seven one one three. 470 That's eight hundred four seven zero seventy one thirteen.
2: Now on the team Is it time? Let's do this Well, hello there and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, pleased as always to be alongside... Bob Casper, son of 1970 Masters champion. Billy Casper, it was great to see those highlights from 1970 and see Billy win that green jacket and a playoff over Gene Littler. Uh, Hope you enjoyed some of the Masters talk. Hey, still to come on this this show, we got a great one for you. We're going to welcome in Jason Sobel from the Action Network, get his take on a new schedule, which has been announced on the PGA Tour, set to begin in Colonial June 8th. So we are all hoping for that to happen, We'll hear what Jason thinks uh, might happen uh, coming up later this hour. And then on the back nine hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy, Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel. Weighs in on the schedule announcement as well as uh, hopefully uh, we're scheduled to catch up with Boyd Summerhays, teacher of the stars on the PGA Tour, (laughs) including the likes of Tony Finau. So that's all straight ahead. We hope you uh, are doing well, that you're staying healthy, and we appreciate you taking time to tune in to our little golf talk show that we've been doing now for 21 years. And we, we love this game of golf. We love the opportunity to talk about it, to uh, share our passion with you. And we love to hear from you as well. You can hit us up on our social feeds. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you're enjoying or getting your golf fix during these times and how you're staying sane through your love of golf and what you're looking forward to the most, which is something I want to talk about too, Bob, you, yeah. know, you think about the storylines and, and all that that was happening before this interruption. And it's hard to remember some of those, but before we kind of get into all that, how are you doing? How you what, what's keeping you busy and sane during this time? Well, you, you know, you just, I
1: I totally enjoyed last week watching all the master's Coverage. I, yeah. I I totally enjoyed it on the weekend. I loved watching Tiger Woods win his championship from last year. Uh, his insights as Jim Nance was talking to him there on the back nine. That that was really cool. But as far as my family, you know, we're we're, uh, we're trying to stay hunkered down as much as we can. We go to the grocery store every once in a while, but you know, we're just we're just not doing a lot. I have a son that's getting married this you know today this afternoon. Have a, we're going to have a small little ceremony in, in a backyard and uh, keep as many people away as possible. But it's, it's
2: all good. It's, it's fun being with family. Well, we'll talk. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Harrison and his uh, lovely new bride. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and discuss all of it next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey. Moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver. Fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked. Load Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. To be the
1: number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one iron. In golf,
4: how did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re engineered every aspect of Chrome Soft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything.
1: From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the 2nd. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling Fit Disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your Stand Bag is as light as Fuse.
2: sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember now
3: back to real golf radio
2: with brian and bob All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. It's brought to you in part by our good friends at Callaway Golf and makers of the new Maverick Driver, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, and Irons. There's more distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Uh, Check out callawaygolf.com and uh, you can find out more. Plus, the Fitting Podcast is out. They'll tell you a little bit more about the Max Driver, which I heard, Bob, is actually, they're kind of calling it their sleeper. Right now, mm. a lot of the better players tend to dismiss these max-type clubs, but apparently there's some, there's some hidden distance in there that is worth exploring. So uh, I'm looking at you, Bob. You might want some of that. Well, I went distance. with
1: the standard, I know. which I heard there's hidden distance there because they've uh, designed it on the underneath to go better through the through the
4: air
2: yeah a little better aerodynamic design mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it uh so yeah plus all the ai that they have in that you got to check it out it's i've been playing the sub-zero and my driving has never been better if i can get my short game on point i'm going to be having some record low scores for me this year it's it's pretty darn exciting all right uh and yes we are playing some golf bob i got let, let, let's start out first things first did you get a did you get your fix Last week with the Masters, I mean, I thought they did as good of a job as possible with showing all of the, you know, the reruns of some of the, uh, and the highlights of some of the great Masters in the past, and, and I particularly enjoyed watching the 1970 Masters with your dad. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was fun to see, and, you know, I mean, I obviously wasn't around for that one, and, but did you, was it enough? Did you, did it wet your whistle enough to get you to November?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm oh? ready for November. Definitely. I You know what? I really enjoyed watching the final round of last year's Masters again to see and remember exactly what transpired and what happened and the strokes between players and how it all shuffled out and the guys hitting it in the water on 12 out of the last three groups, you know, four out of the last six guys hitting it in the water. And I, it, it was really, really interested. And then and then to see Tiger come on and just kind of take a hold of the thing, making birdies and playing some great golf coming down the stretch, and then to see the, you know, the – I guess when his kids came up to him after, after he was done and what that meant to him. And, and the other thing I really liked was how they talked with the players um, on the back nine, how they talked with Tiger. I saw, I saw Phil's first in 2004 – um, when he made one of my the, favorites, the spread eagle jump and yeah. that kind of thing, and how we talked about that. Um, I thought that was pretty cool that they brought those guys in on, on Skype or whatever to, to discuss exactly what was going through their minds.
2: Yeah, I, I'll tell you, the thing that I kept going through my mind, Bob, was the question that I asked Tony Finau after his, his round, final round last, uh, last year. I wanted to say last week, last year. And I exactly. said, What did you, well, tell me, take me through your shot on 12. And he said he was a little in between clubs. Okay, stop mm-hmm. me if you've heard this one before. Yep. You know, I mean, and and he said, so he decided to go with the, you know, he's kind of like, do I hit a hard nine? Do I go with it? He goes, I decided to hit a chip cut eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I, I wanted I wanted to just, look, I love Tony, obviously. He's one of, you know, I, I posted some stuff on Facebook that I reposted about how, how much I admire Tony. But I wanted to grab him by the shoulders and shake him and say, How many times have you watched this tournament? How many green jackets have been rinsed in Ray's Creek by people trying to cut it to that right flag location? You don't cut it on 12. You hit it over the bunker. just Did you see what Tiger did? He hit it straight over the bunker. You just hit it straight over the bunker.
1: And what Tiger talked about on the 12th hole was that tongue of the bunker that comes down in, he decided since those guys had hit it in the water, to hit at that tongue and, and and bring it a little left. He said normally, if he would have been behind, he would have hit it at the tongue and slid it a little bit to the right. But he
2: chose to hit it at the tongue and a little left. So and, and you two putt for your par and you move on. And you move on. Yeah, it's just, I can't tell you how, and obviously, look, I've never been in a situation where I've stood on that tee uh, with – what what are we, seven holes to play at that point in time uh-huh. with a chance to win a green jacket and enter immortality in the golf world and all that goes along with winning that? I mean, your mind must be completely destroyed, I would guess, in a lot of senses, right? I yeah. mean, but that's where... <laughs> I
1: just Well, and that's the other thing Tiger said also was the wind. He he saw how the ball got up uh-huh. there, and when it hit its pinnacle, how the wind hit it and made it die, and he he understood that that's what was going to happen because he's had a lot of trips around that golf course mm-hmm. before. So he knows what happens when you get down to that point. Um, and, and the wind was pretty consistent. When the ball got out there, it hit it, and then it, and, and then it
2: died. And what kind of um, a shot hits the wind the most? Or does the well, wind hit the most? It's killed
1: by the wind is a cut.
2: A Absolutely. cut,
1: exactly,
2: yep. Yep. which is what makes that such a great hole. Yes, and so yeah. again, I, I just—that's why I think about the guys like when Weirzy won in '03, when Phil made his charge. You were right there calling that shot for CBS Radio, and um, you know the lefties have a draw into that flag. Yes, I, to me that's a that's a huge advantage. Bubba, Bubba has a draw to that flag. Yes, you know. So, or if you do play your cut shot, guess what? If the wind hits it, you're going to the short side of the green, not yes. the long side of the green. So, I, I, all the way around, I think that's a huge advantage for a lefty. I'm not saying that that a, a lefty should win, but I w- I'd be curious, in fact, to see lefty stats on twelve balls carrying Ray's Creek versus yep. not carrying Ray's Creek. You know, yep. I, it just be, yep. it'd be interesting to see. So, mm-hmm. but, it, but for me, I, I grabbed all my master stuff out. We talked about this last week. I had my cups. I still have my cup. I had my shirt on my hat. I was, I was all geeked out and to sit down and watch some of that. Definitely. I, I guess it gave me. It, it increased my appetite. I'm not so yes. sure it wet my whistle, but it increased my appetite, yes, it and did. I'm just anxious to get back there. I'm so glad it's still on the schedule. Here's hoping that that will remain and that we'll be able to play some golf. Speaking of schedule, Bob, yep, uh, it was announced this week that the new schedule is is has been adjusted, and again, this could all be adjusted again depending on what uh, you know. I, I I think it was very. Um, important to note that the PGA Tour said Jay Monahan pointed out look we are taking our cues from the national health organizations we we the leading health organizations we we will we will make sure it's safe but what we know right now is it looks like a June 8 start and the first four events will be sans spectators it's going to be a quiet empty golf course quiet empty golf course which is
1: which is kind of tough um, you know you get some distraction cuz of the people that kind of thing. But the most important thing is when you have fans and you're playing well and you hit good shots and you make birdies, you can kind of feed off that 13th man, those fans that are around the golf course that are watching. And it really kind of helps the players to be able to uh, keep in, in the middle of stuff and, and build some momentum. So for four weeks, the first four weeks of the, of the, of the tour, June through the first week in July, we're not going to see any fans, which is going to be a totally different experience.
2: And you can also get a sense of what's going on around the golf course by how yeah. the fans are reacting to those that are playing up in front of you or behind exactly. you. I just can't wait till we're watching this thing. And uh, you've and all nobody's of a, there. All of a sudden you hear, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> From the player. Yeah, and it's the player. And you, and, and people look around and go, oh, JT McBurdy back there? like like what a- it's going to remind me of? <laughs>
1: A glorified mini tour event <laughs> it will for a lot of guys i'll
2: bet it does i know but it brings back those nobody memory.
1: around yeah you're just playing
2: <laughs> look he, i i applaud the pga tour we're all going a little stir crazy and not only not not just stir crazy maybe a little crazy uh from from holing up here and we're doing what we have to do and we certainly applaud all the healthcare workers and everyone that's doing their job. There's so many that are out there and it's just awesome to see the way people step up, but there there's a hunger for getting some sense of normalcy as quick as possible, as which is involves as, as soon as possible that that safety allows. So even if it's without spectators to give us something to do, to give us something to watch, to to take yep. that. I love that golf has the opportunity to, to lead out on this, to, to, offer some relief and they can because of the setting it's outside. It's, it's the perfect venue. It doesn't require a stadium. It doesn't require an arena. It's a perfect venue to lead out And and limited support staff. Yeah, right. Uh, So from all of that standpoint, I I think that that we're in good shape. Now, we got to hit on some of the key points, what it means with this new schedule. So coming up next, Jason Sobel, senior writer with the Action Network, is going to join us, and uh, we'll break down the new schedule, go through it with you, and then we'll have some more reaction as we continue. Thanks for joining us. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember.
4: Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee.
3: Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real. Here's Brian and Bob.
2: All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Odyssey. You know, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. And the distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls are now available on triple track putters from Odyssey. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And Jason Sobel will join us here in just a a little bit. We'll catch up with him. But let's get right into the schedule change, Bob, because this is important stuff. Again, the PGA Tour coming out and saying, all right, we're ready to roll here in June. Again, everything willing that we can move forward. First four events, which essentially is a month, basically all the month of June. No spectators. So the first chance you have to go see a golf tournament is going to be in July. But at least we can get some golf underway, hopefully. So what does it look like right now? Well,
1: we've, from right now till then, we've got five to six weeks. So a lot can change with this whole situation, this crazy situation that we're dealing with in the next five to six weeks. But as we said, the first four events will not be attended by uh, patrons or by gallery. Um, those would be the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas, the RBC Heritage Harbor Town Links, um, Then you've got the Travelers Championship at River Highlands in Connecticut and the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. Those will be followed by the John Deere Classic. That's normally the the event that is prior to the Open Championship. Now it will be prior to this year, the Memorial Tournament. Then the 3M Open after that, there will be a WGC event the following week which will be an opposite field of the Barracuda Championship in um, Truckee, California. That will be followed by the PGA Championship at TPC Harding Park in August, the Wyndham Championship, and then you have the, the last three events of the year um, in the playoffs. The Northern Trust in, in Boston, the BMW Championship at Olympia Fields in Chicago, and then the Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. And that will be the end of the 2019-20 PGA Tour season.
2: So here's the one I want to talk about, Bob. The John Deere Classic. I just think this is a good example of what this COVID is doing to our schedule. Normally... The John Deere is one of those events where if you haven't quite gotten into the open championship, you know, which is typically played the week after the John Deere, you know, the guys will give it a go and try to earn a last spot into the open. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise, most of the players have headed across the pond. They're getting themselves acclimated to the time change and the, that type of that style of golf, you know, links golf and all that kind of thing. So I, I find this interesting while the Memorial is the week after the John Deere and at this stage, Having not had a major championship this year, it's going to feel somewhat like a major championship being there at Memorial. But I I have to think that that a tournament like John Deere is going to get a high, high quality of field. I just can't see where these players have been cooped up. They've not been able to play. They know that they have a limited schedule. They have to fight their way. And even some of the top players in the world are way down the list on the FedEx Cup points. So if they want to make a run at those FedEx Cup points and get themselves in a good position and opportunity to win the FedEx Cup and all the bonus that goes along with it, they're going to have to make up some ground with some good play. And that's why I love the fact that you're going to see a lot of players with some big fields at some of these events, providing the schedule does go off as it currently is, is constituted over the last couple of days.
1: Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So there's only 14 events left in the 1920, the 1920 season schedule. There's only 14. Mm. Okay, four of those are going to be taken up by smaller field events. You've got the Northern Trust, which will be like 125. The BMW, which will be down to 100 and or 75 in the Tour Championship, down to 25 and you've got the world golf championship which is going to be about 7. All the rest of them 70, are during yeah. all the 70, yeah. All the rest of them are going to be during summer hours, long long times of the day. So you're going to see 144 to 156 man fields for all the rest of the golf tournaments. So having said that, you think about the guys that like you said are low on the FedEx Cup point standings. Guys that it, this is their first year on tour. They've come off of the corn Ferry tour um, guys that that lost their card on the PGA tour and had to requalify to get back onto the PGA tour. And a lot of the go, those guys don't have great status because they haven't reshuffled yet. Right. Um, and so these fields are going to be packed. People are going to want to get in and play in those tournaments because, first of all, they got they got to make some money. Second of all, they've gotta they've gotta increase their opportunity to get into those last three events of the year and uh it's it's going to be crazy. it's going to be fun to watch because there's going to be a lot of great players playing a lot of these tournaments.
2: yeah, I mean, look right now if you look at it, guys that are outside the top thirty for the tour championship, and granted, you would say, well, there's still a lot of a lot of room to go. Well, there is, but is there? We don't know. We don't know if we'll be playing in june we there There's definitely players out there that speculate that colonial isn't going to happen. It's going to be too soon, but guys that are currently outside the top thirty, Tony Fino. Gary Woodland, who's the reigning U.S. Open champion, um, Adam Hadwin, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Matt Kuchar, Max Homa, um, Billy Horschel, former FedEx Cup champ. I mean, I'm just kind of going through a few of the of yeah. the names here. Tommy Fleetwood is outside, um, and then you get outside the top seventy. And uh, let's see, I, want, I know I know there's some big names in here that that wouldn't quite make it, and. Um Phil Mickelson for instance uh finds yep. himself currently at number 89 Ricky Fowler is currently at number 94 so that that's the kind of idea I wanted I mean there there are there are players Jordan Spieth is at 110 uh guys guys got some room to make up and they have very few events so that that's why not even just the guys that are new to the tour for instance or haven't had a chance, but some of the guys that just haven't played exactly. for one reason or another, they've they've got some work to do. I mean, Jim Furyk's at one sixty eight. Um, I mean, it's 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 a little surprising the the the, the how where some of these people stand um, because Justin Rose is 205. 205, Bob. Justin Rose. Well, a lot of
1: times these guys these Brooks guys Kepka wouldn't even is be concerned. Yeah. Who Brooks Koepka? Yeah,
2: two thirteen. Yeah, a lot
1: of a lot of times these guys wouldn't even be concerned, and they wouldn't be concerned because oh, we've got the rest of the tour schedule to play. Well, they've been off for two months, so they've they've missed out on you know four to four to eight opportunities to play. Let alone compacting everything down in again even further, and not having majors to play in. All these uh, some of these guys were exempt in all these majors and they had opportunities to pick up a lot of points by being exempt into the majors and the world golf championships we missed a a world golf match play championship so it's it's really interesting how this is all going to shake out and if they can't start in June and push it back even further then we're going to lose you know another month we're going to lose another month and, uh, and, and
2: four and events. And here's, here's some of the things I'm hearing, Bob, from uh, from some sources out there on tour. Uh, they're hearing that there is going to be no Corn Ferry playoff or graduation. So think about the unlucky situation that you find yourself in. If you happen to have lost your card last year and you yeah. ended up on the Corn Ferry and you were going to go out there and, you know, kick some butt and make it back on now. I suppose if you went out and won three events, you'd get the Battlefield promotion. Yeah, of course you would. But otherwise, now, now there was a caveat that I hear that maybe the top 10 off the Corn ferry Tour will get some conditional status, maybe some opposite field events for the 2020-21 season. Um, interesting also that if you were in the top 125 entering the 19-20 the season, and you finish inside the top 126 to 150, so you just miss out on keeping your card full status, they're going to create some sort of conditional status. We'll call it COVID status. I like you threw that out there. You get a COVID status where you're going to be ahead of the normal 126 to 150, so you're going to have some preference. But again, look how this is all going to bunch up for next year's fields. And then this is the one I'm hearing that is significant for some players. Winners on the PGA Tour from 2018, 2019, and 2020, they'll get an additional year on their winner's exemption because this year was essentially cut short. So consider that if you won two years ago and you're on the last year of your winner's exemption and you didn't have enough money to, or enough time to go out and play enough events to to keep your card, you're not going to get, um, COVID's not going to essentially steal your right. one year of eligibility. So you would get right. that for next year as well. So anyways, kind of some interesting thing. Now those, from what I understand, the, the, the PAC or the player advisor council still has to meet and, and have those actions ratified. But it sounds to me like that's kind of what we are, what we are seeing. So some interesting provisions and exceptions and, and considerations being made and taken in order to justify the the situation that is unprecedented out there in in the PGA on the PGA tour.
1: Yeah, there's far more ramifications to this whole thing besides guys just getting back out and playing golf. It's all the feeder tours into it, all the feeder tours into the Corn ferry Tour, everything that's happening with those, all the tours that the PGA Tour handles, plus. Um, Everything from the Corn Fairy Tour feeding into the PGA Tour, and it's it's kind of crazy how yeah. it's all going. But you know what? They're they're talking daily, and they're figuring this thing out so that it's it's most equitable for everybody. Yeah, and you know what we need
2: to talk about that we still haven't hit Bob is what are the darn storylines? If we're gonna kick this thing back up in five six weeks, what oh, are yeah. the actual storylines in the game? What you know? It's been a month or so, and it's, I kind of forget. Like, what is what is it that was. What was happening? What were the prevailing storylines? What were we looking forward to? Who was playing well? Who were we anxious to see play well? So all of those things we're still going to hit during this show. Uh, But coming up next, as promised, Jason Sobel, senior writer from the Action Network, joins us. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the ringer. And the wild card, whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably
1: the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters.
2: The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway Golf Balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, Vernier Hyperacuity what to improve your alignment and your putting accuracy
1: that's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers.
2: hey now that's reliable and accurate and once you're lined up you can focus on making a great stroke just like bob always does which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world get lined up with the new triple track putters at OdysseyGolf.com. odyssey the number one putter in golf callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old same old it takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative and that's what callaway did with the new maverick driver maverick's Flashface ss20 was designed using artificial intelligence a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created callaway's fastest most forgiving driver possible new distance is out there it takes a maverick to find it Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com.
7: Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft, synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel, is back. Introducing the all new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability,
2: it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com. You're listening to
3: Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade.
8: You've That's
3: Real Golf Radio.
2: Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Appreciate you joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the all-new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. Check out the ball that changed the ball. It's changed again. You can check it out at callawaygolf.com. Well, we're talking about some of the new schedule that's been announced, uh, some interesting things. We're hoping, certainly, that this schedule will be able to go off as it currently constituted just as of this week and that again who knows right everything seems to be such a fluid situation but it is at least nice to have something to look forward to and uh, we're hoping that that will be able to be played even if the first month means no spectators it'll be nice to see some guys out there playing golf and we're pleased to welcome to the show a good friend of ours he's a senior golf writer and uh, just a really fabulous journalist and entertainer on social media he writes for the Action Network now and his name is Jason Sobel. You know him, you love him. Hey, Jason, what's up, man?
9: What's up, fellas? Good to talk to you again. How you guys doing?
6: <laughs>
2: Good, and happy anniversary of the Ace. That was uh, this hey. week a year ago, huh? This week a year ago, I, I never even would have thought about it except Teddy Greenstein,
9: the, uh, the fourth member of our foursome that time at uh, Palmetto, uh, tweeted out the video of it, so... I got a nice little reminder in, in my uh, Twitter feed about it.
2: <laughs> what do you mean you wouldn't have thought about it? Are you serious? That was your first hole-in-one.
9: I'm not sure I would have thought about the actual anniversary, though. You know what? I've done with the ball, guys. I've done something really special with the ball. Okay. It's sitting on my nightstand right next to all my, like, my wallet and my watch, and I still haven't done anything with it. That's <laughs> exactly what I've done with it.
1: <laughs> you don't have it in a little 3 prong thing or up in a little shadow box? Nothing, huh?
9: As soon as I got home that day, I said, okay, I'm getting a little trophy for this. I'm going like, to put it up somewhere. It's going to be great. And what happened was actually because every time, you know, I get done playing and I'll have a ball in my pocket and get home and throw a ball in my nightstand when I get in, take all the stuff out of my pockets. And uh, at one point I had about a dozen balls sitting there. I go, oh, no, I'm not <laughs> sure which one it is. And I, I went through them all and I figured it out. So I at least have identified the ball. But I uh, still just sitting there and doing nothing. Hey,
2: just go ahead and write on it. I mean, that's what I did with mine. I've only had one. Put the date on it, um, and uh, and then at least you'll you'll know. Hey, you know what? I, I imagine that you were probably in that camp that couldn't resist giving Phil Mickelson a bad time for his leap in two thousand and four upon that putt falling on the seventy second <laughs> hole. Let me tell you what, something, uh, buddy. Uh, you got some air and you jumped. I mean, I. I I had adrenaline too i don 't know how I caught you, but you 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 had a good you had a good vert coming right at me and, uh, when, when that ball went <laughs> in the hole man
9: you Brian are a little bit bigger than me not <laughs> a much, lot bigger
2: it's a little bit
9: bigger than me. I almost got you down i, I almost I, I had some uh, some force and velocity coming at you
2: <laughs> oh that 's awesome <laughs> I just that remember so seeing jason 's eyes he turned around and he goes who am I coming at? I'm like, all right. It's like, apparently I'm the guy. and Just full on. (laughs) And and
9: you guys, and Bob, I I know you remember this, because in the video that Teddy sent, as I'm walking up to the green, you see a ball that's two feet past the hole. And Bob, that that was yours. You almost aced it like right before me. I mean, literally 10 seconds before me. You went up first. You almost knocked it into two bounces, one just past the hole. And then I hit it on the exact same line that went in. Um, It easily could have been reversed, but it's pretty cool that the video shows (laughs) The ball I mean that wasn 't someone chipping up and trying to make a bar that was your key yep. shot right there, and as you said afterwards, never lost with a kick in two
1: that 's right <laughs> yeah, i mean i I was going to say that I made a kick in two and I lost the hole
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that 's awesome that was a fun that was a fun fun round, and obviously add a hole in one to it, but that was that 's a pretty special place i mean that golf course has been around a long time and and it's that those are the kind of things really that you know to be honest that I miss I mean we, we were just talking before we came on the air that you know that you're out playing a little bit of golf and we've been able to get out and play some golf out here in Utah as well which is great and you do it with the safety standards but the, while that is therapeutic one of the things that is cut out is the clubhouse is closed there's no sitting around and talking about your round and the, just the social aspect of the game is is really really important I mean the recreation and the competition and the challenge and all of that is great but uh, the man without the social uh, part of it, to me, it's it's really missing, and I think we're all longing for some sense of normalcy for that as soon as possible.
9: I agree. Uh, it's the worst thing that happens for the likes of us who are still playing golf right now, and most of the country uh, can't play golf is that we can't socialize and have beer with the guys after a round. I, I it's really not the worst thing. It's a pretty easy sacrifice for us, just the fact that we can get out there, and a lot of people can't right now. But again, like you said be safe. You know, you, you stay away from people. You don't touch anybody else's stuff. You, you can't sanitizer, leave the flag in, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's a pretty safe activity. I mean, it, it's safer than going to the grocery store. I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah. So, you know, if you, if we'd have been playing this year and you made the hole in one, I would have to go all Lucy to your Charlie Brown with the football. If you came flying oh, at me just in the, you know, just for social distancing purposes, I'd had to let you fall.
9: I mean that might be the best thing about this. We went back this year, and and one of us—I won't say me, but one of us—made a hole in one. I mean, you can't even high five. Actually, I was in a group with a guy two weeks ago, a good friend of mine, who made a hole in one. And I mean, literally, it was just elbow bumps. I mean, it just—it was yep. kind of anticlimactic at the end of it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> go hug a you tree. <laughs> know, yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of weird things and a lot of a lot of crazy things we haven't seen golf in a long time on the PGA Tour. You know, after the first round of the of the uh the players we we've missed uh the match play we've missed the masters but now it looks like we have a revised schedule starting in june if uh if that comes to pass that runs through the tour championship your thoughts so far
9: you know guys i was cautiously optimistic when the schedule came out and then uh earlier on Thursday morning they, uh, they had a conference call for some media guys with a couple of uh, PGA Tour executives and I came away from it almost a little more pessimistic than I was before and I, I almost wish that instead of promoting the schedule as here it is here's what we're doing and here's how we're going to move forward I wish the PGA Tour said here's our plan look we have no idea if the plan is going to come to fruition uh, we don't know if we'll be ready to play golf in two months but here is at least a plan for what we might be able to do if we can play golf. And I think that would have softened it just a little bit because speaking with those executives, boy, there are a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of fluidity still. Um, quite quite honestly, they, they didn't have answers to a lot of the questions that are out there, a lot of the questions that any of us would ask. Uh, is there going to be mandatory testing for players, caddies, officials, anybody that's on site? The answer is, yeah we'd like to but you know obviously the testing uh priority is for those who really need it those who are sick and those who are in hospitals and those on the front lines who are helping to fight this right now and not for golfers and you know my follow-up question was well if if you're able to do testing and somebody tests positive what does that mean does that player have to self-isolate in the city that's not his hometown for the next two weeks does the entire tournament field has to isolate because they might've been exposed to that player. And really they didn't quite have answers for that. And that it's okay. I mean, we're still two months away. They don't have to have every answer for everything right now, but it still seems like a lot is up in the air right now.
2: So with that said, do you expect or not expect to see golf at colonial? It's a great
9: question. Uh, I I don't know. I'm probably less than 50, 50 right now. I mean, honestly, guys, they are, There's a 14-day quarantine period for anybody entering the state of Texas right now. So if that's not lifted by the beginning of June, I don't see any way how they can play at Colonial just because you can't expect PGA Tour players and caddies to arrive two weeks in advance of the tournament, sit in their hotel rooms, and wait until the tournament starts. That that doesn't seem like a feasible plan. So if the quarantine is not lifted by then – I am not sure how you start with in Texas.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. All right, well let let's let's just assume this is one of the questions I want to entertain. Let's assume it does happen. Um mm-hmm. the one of the things I find intriguing is the uh John Deere Classic, for instance. Let's just see. I mean, it could be any number of events, but this one stands out to me because typically it's the week before the Open Championship. Most of the big names have already gone across the pond. They're acclimating. They're getting used to Lynx golf. And there's a few that are hanging on trying to qualify or, or do what they can and then take that charter over. So... I, I look at this and I think, okay, everyone has been quarantined. Everybody has been sidelined and everyone's anxious to get out and play. Maybe from a knock the rust standpoint, to I'm anxious for some competition, to I have sponsor obligations to try to get my bag uh, logos and hat logos and shirt logos out on TV, all of those types of things. And then there's also, hey, I need to get some FedEx cut money. Brooks Kepka's 213 and right points, now on the FedEx yeah. cut point. So um, from, from that standpoint, it makes me think that a John Deere suddenly has the field equivalent of the Memorial, which is the following week. And, and I wonder, one, that's exciting for the event, but the ramifications of that for the those with lesser status could also be interesting in the fact that they might not get into, you know, many events uh, with the, with this type of schedule.
9: There are a whole lot of repercussions and ramifications. I tend to think that the elite players are going to play a schedule similar to what they would have played anyway, because you've got to remember, from the start of, and again, this is ideal situation. Everything gets played as is scheduled right now. From the first round of the PGA Championship to the final round of the Masters, it's 101 days. In that span, we've got three majors, the FedEx Cup playoffs, and, oh, by the way, a Ryder Cup in that span. That's a lot of golf, a lot of important wow. golf for these players. So I, I just don't think that because there was a three-month, suspension of play from the PGA Tour that all of a sudden Rory and Brooks and Tiger and John Rahm and everybody else is going to show up at Colonial and Town and the John Deere just because they're itching to get out and play. I, I tend to think that these guys are still going to pick and choose their spots. Now, you might still have better fields for the John Deere than you would have before because there's no open championship the week after. I, I think that's uh, pretty much undeniable, but I, I still don't think it's going to be quite as good as a memorial type of field
4: mm.
1: interesting right. you know the Wyndham. You, the Wyndham is is now placed between the pga championship and the northern trust which is the first round of the playoffs they've there's there's one that a lot of those guys that are on the fringe are going to get in that event or um because not many of the the top players are going to have to worry about that coming off the pga and then going to the northern trust a week well a week and a half later
9: Yeah. uh, You know, and it's something the PGA tour is looking into who would lose their cards, who would gain their cards from the corn ferry tour. There's been mention of sort of a hybrid type of uh, promotion relegation deal where, you know, maybe some of the guys would kind of lose their cards and some of the guys from the corn ferry would kind of gain their cards, but not completely and totally for the 2021 season. again, that all remains to be seen. And those questions being unanswered, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, that is further down the line. We're yeah. going to figure it out at some point. Uh, and you know what? I mean, I was talking to another player about this earlier today, and we were talking about, man, shame for the Corn Ferry guys who are trying to get their cards this year. They might have to play the Corn Ferry for one more year instead. I, I tend to think that you know there's so much going on in the world right now if that's the worst thing if that's the thing as a golf fan that's bothering you the most it's it's probably not that bad quite honestly and and i hate to say it like that i hate to uh lose the sense of importance that it might have for these specific players but quite honestly uh at, at some point it will all come around at some point if you're good enough you will make it out on the pga tour and if you're not Then
2: you won't. Yeah, I think you're you're right on. There's going to everyone's disrupted, and and so you're right. Uh, As far as what could be, or worst case, it's it's not being on one of the PGA tours. That's not probably worst case scenario out there for sure. Hey, Jason, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Always good insights. And here's hoping. Here's hoping that we'll see some of that schedule come to fruition, and uh, we'll have some golf to watch besides some of the reruns. But thanks for all you're doing, man. Always good to check in with you.
9: Yeah, great to speak with you, too, guys. And fingers crossed, hopefully we'll
2: have some golf in, uh, in a couple months now. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Jason Sobel, the Action Network, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break, we'll wrap up hour number one next. Hey, guys, BT here. And Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com.
1: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
2: Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy
3: You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
2: Now back to
3: Brian and Bob. All
2: right, welcome back. Thanks to Jason Sobel for joining us. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio, presented by Callaway Golf. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. Golf Channel's Rex Hoggard is going to stop by as well. His thoughts on this new schedule announcement and uh, expected to catch up with Boyd Summerhays, teacher extraordinaire to the likes of Tony Fino and others out there on the PGA Tour. So uh, we'll look forward to the back nine coming up momentarily. But first, it's time for our See What You've Been Missing, brought to you by Hoops Vision. Now's a great time to get to hoopsvision.com. Schedule your free consultation, and when they're able to do elective surgeries, you'll be right on the list and take advantage of our special offer. Mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure at hoopsvision.com. Bob, what are we missing besides everything these
1: days? Well, through... Uh... The Arnold Palmer Invitational, 22 events have been played on the PGA Tour. The new schedule says, subject to change, will now consist of 36 events total for the 1920 season. That will include a FedEx the FedEx Cup playoffs, one um WGC event and one major championship. The great thing about that, we're going to have six majors in the next year, 2020 to 2021.
2: Six majors. Yeah, well, six majors. Yeah, there you go. Well, all right. So, what you might be missing if you're not playing well in the next uh, 16 months is uh, seven major championships that are going yep. to be contested in that span. Uh, that's brought to you by Hoops Vision. Go to HoopsVision.com. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today. Mention Real Golf Radio and save a thousand dollars. Stay tuned. The back nine hour number two is next.
10: You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
9: USA Radio
3: News with Chris Barnes.
10: Congress continues to clash when it comes to providing more money to the popular Paycheck Protection Program. That's a key element of the coronavirus economic stimulus package. The small business loan program ran out of funds yesterday. Republicans and Democrats have tried to pass more funds on unanimous consent, but they haven't reached a deal that the two sides can agree on. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow says it's exasperating. I don't know why
3: the Congress isn't getting going and just replenishing this $250 billion. We flagged it ahead of time because the program
10: has been a terrific success. A federal judge rejecting Trump ally Roger Stone's motion for a new trial... He had claimed there was jury misconduct, but the judge says his legal team failed to show if any bias played a role in the verdict. And this is USA Radio News.
6: Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I like the product very much. I wake up in the morning, I'm wide awake, and I'm raring to go. I'm almost 76, and I'm working two different property management companies for six days a week, and I was really, really dragging. I mean, I could barely get myself to work. And it all culminated when I started taking Balance of Nature. It didn't happen right away. I had to take it for a little while. And all of a sudden, I just made a mental note, hey, I'm feeling better. And I am. So I really like this product. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling one 800 246 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive the special radio offer by using discount code USA
10: millions across the deep southern united states are bracing for more severe weather this weekend parts of that region still cleaning up from last weekend's tornado outbreak which caused damage from texas to the carolinas now heavy thunderstorms packing hail high wind and possible tornadoes are expected all along the gulf coast right through the weekend i mean so much talk about reopening the u.s economy despite the pandemic The White House is now recommending three phases for states to do so. And CDC Director Dr. Robert Redfield says this morning that states will need to follow guidelines closely before making any decisions. Clearly really important that the um, outbreak in these jurisdictions is really declining consistently um, over two weeks period. Dr. Redfield was speaking there on NBC's Today Show. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
1: At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
0: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals.
6: There's more valuable information at avma.org.
0: The Chinese
10: city of Wuhan, where the coronavirus outbreak began, is now raising its death toll by 50%. The city's government said in a social media post hours ago that it added Planet almost crisis, 1,300 yeah. fatalities to its count. And that brings the total there to more than 4,600 Wuhan officials have said cases were missed earlier because the state's medical staff were overwhelmed as infections were multiplying. A federal judge is rejecting a new trial for an ally of President Trump. The judge denying Roger Stone's motion yesterday after Stone tried to get another trial after claiming jury misconduct. The judge, Amy Berman Jackson, did say that Stone's legal team failed to show that bias played a role in the verdict. Stone was sentenced this year for lying to Congress and for witness tampering. The western United States appearing to be approaching a mega drought. A Columbia University study shows half of nearly two-decade drought of a two-decade drought stems from man-made global warming. Other factors, including shrinking reservoirs because of heavy fire seasons, there are no signs of the drought letting up as temperatures are projected to keep climbing in states from Oregon to New Mexico. Researchers say they believe it could be the worst drought in over 1,200 years in that region. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
3: the second nine the finishing holes the closing stretch it starts now here's the back nine our number two of real golf radio with the steady stripe it down the middle make every putt because it's in your blood bob casper and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper brian taylor here's brian and bob
2: Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, just a reminder, you can hit us up on our social channels. At Real Golf is our Twitter feed. And, of course, our Facebook and Instagram is at Real Golf Radio. Love to hear from you. Join the conversation. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how golf is helping you and your love for the go- love of the game is helping you through this time. And we certainly wish you and yours all the best, health and uh, wellness and Uh, Patience, I guess, is one of those things that we're all trying to deal with during this COVID-19 lockdown period but hey we had a fun hour number one we welcomed in Jason Sobel from the Action Network and celebrate uh, the celebrated the anniversary of his all-in-one that we witnessed a little over a year ago following the Masters Tournament and then uh, we have a great lineup for you here to come for the back nine in fact three stacked guests beginning with Boyd Summerhays he's one of the instructors out on the PGA Tour and most notably, teaches Tony Finau, we'll get his take on what he's working with the players and how they he thinks they'll be ready to go uh, if this new schedule kicks off as uh, announced this week on June 8th at Colonial. Also, America's favorite caddy stops by, and Rex Hoggard, senior writer from Golf Channel, gives us his take on this new schedule as well. And, you know, it, there's there's a lot of things to discuss, Bob. There's a lot of, you know... Uh, what ifs at this point in time, but should it go off as planned, and the PGA Tour hopes that'll be so, there won't be any fans, uh, won't be any spectators on site, but we'll be able to watch some live golf.
1: Yeah, spectators on site, none for the first four weeks, which is the Charles Schwab at Colonial. And then you've got Town in Hilton Head, uh, TPC River Highlands in Connecticut, and uh, Detroit Golf Club in Detroit, Michigan. And then, Then hopefully we'll start to see – Um, people coming in and watching golf but it will be nice to have golf back on it will be nice to see that the players are are and the tour is moving forward um, that the country is moving forward and it's going to be it's going to be good I think I think even if they have to delay it another month it's still going to be good
2: Rory McIlroy came out and said that hey maybe this move to the fall is just what I need to get that jacket do you like that comment (laughs) Or do you, I mean, what's your take? I know you're not like a, a mental guru, but what's your thoughts on that? Well, the interesting thing about that is Rory
1: McElroy seems to play really, really well during the fall period, period of the year. Even Jack Nicholas came out and said that Rory plays well in the fall, and fall will suit him well for an opportunity to win at the Masters.
2: Well, let's ask Boyd Summerhays what he thinks about that. A little different uh, schedule now. Uh, Players, golfers seem to be creatures of pattern and habit. How will they deal with this and what can we expect? Uh, Boy joins us next, right here on Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed consistency spin and control for complete performance and now the new 2020 chrome soft and chrome soft x are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology so you'll have that performance lined up from t to green this ball changes everything get your new chrome soft or chrome soft x golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the
1: equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track
2: putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters. At OdysseyGolf.com, odyssey the
8: number one putter in golf you might remember our supercomputer that number crunching golf junkie that harnessed its ai brilliance to create flash fades a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver well after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf so our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... BOOM! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of player. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf.
2: In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the river quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your river quiver. Fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob hey right, welcome back to the show brian and bob with you thanks for joining us uh, got a stacked hour this uh this hour and uh, we get we'll get right to it now pleased to welcome in our good friend he's teacher of uh, many tour players and has a Quite the stable of players within his own family as well. It's a good friend of the show, Boyd Summerhayes, joining us right now. Hey, Boyd, how are you, man?
11: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Brian, Bob.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's good to visit with you, I guess. First of all, how's the family doing? Everybody well and healthy?
11: Yeah, we're doing good. You know, we um, I think just like everybody else, just uh, the uncertainty, you know, just trying to do our part, just do the social distancing thing and make the best of it and you know, the first few weeks has actually been, uh, you know, I, I think it's however you want to look at. It. I think this is affecting everybody. Obviously it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's hurting, you know, people in a lot of different ways, whether it's the health, the economics, um, emotionally, mentally, like it's a difficult challenge for, I think, almost every single person in, in our country and in our, throughout the world. And I think for us, we're just trying to you know hang out as much as we can together, enjoy it. You never know when our next break's ever going to be. I, I know just from <laughs> me, professionally, you know, I, I was working pretty hard and sun up to sun down for, you know, eight, nine years teaching. And so I am trying to just, you know, try to recharge the batteries, hang out with the kids and, and do some things that, that I would never have time to do. So, um,
1: we're just trying to, uh,
11: you know, make the
1: best of it for sure. You know, the last time we were going to talk to you was, uh, the week of the players championship, Yeah uh, the, the tour only played one day. And then yeah. and then they canceled, and you had to get up to uh, to the Augusta area to go to pick up your yeah. son. He played in. He played in the Sage Valley. Is junior or amateur? Yeah, uh-huh. the Sage Valley Invitational. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's one of the biggest and, uh, junior tournaments in the world. Yeah, and he did pretty good. Um, yeah, but uh, he did. what what was that like with with everything coming down all at once, and you you know your son's up there playing?
11: Well, yeah, I, you know Sage Valley is a very exclusive club so the 52 players that were invited to it were all on property they were never allowed off property parents were only allowed to go watch the rounds and they had to leave right after the round was finished so they were quarantined pretty good there so they made the decision to finish the last two rounds and so um, I think they were the only tournament really going on uh, and sporting event uh, going on in the world and uh, it was eerie though because you just didn't know whether you should be doing it not be doing it no one really know knew right so but um, that, that's the last time Preston's played in, in a tournament. And Grace hasn't played a tournament for, you know, three weeks before that because they did start to cancel some uh, of the girls' events in California in early February, mid-February. So, you know, definitely uh, it, it is different for my kids. And I think the tour pros are just people in general just – it's, I think it's a lot easier to work hard when you know something's in front of you, whether it's a big tournament, a major championship coming up or your summer scheduled junior golf tournaments. But you know, we're trying to be creative and try to set some goals and how to stay a little bit excited to make some improvements during this, because it is harder when you don't have something in front of you as far as schedule wise. And even the tour guys, when they say they're going to start June 8th, who knows, right? So that's, we're hoping for that, but it could be, that could be altered again. So, um, it is hard to stay focused and and push forward and and I think everyone's having that same challenge.
2: Boyd Summerhayes joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So uh, did Tony Finau? Did he come to you with uh, with with some looking for some tips, some drills, uh, something to be, prepare him for all the TikToks that we've seen on social media?
11: <laughs> Man, he's really good at that. I know Elena got really into it, and then uh, you know Tony's. You know, comes from a, definitely a performance background with his, his mom and his family and with music and dance and, and stuff. So I guess he's a natural at it, but uh, he's had some pretty good videos that have gone viral. So, um, yeah, they're enjoying that. But, yeah, he, I'm sure he'll be um, excited to get back to the golf. But right now he's done some nice videos, him and his wife. So, yeah, th- that's been fun to see for sure.
1: Yeah, And i've seen him doing some workout videos outside in his backyard and that kind of thing too. How do these guys you were talking about having having these these guys need to be motivated keep motivated to uh for when the potential of of playing is coming back? What are some of the things they're doing, especially some of your guys are are they are they doing are they working inside on simulators and track man are they outside uh hitting balls yeah. at, at a at a club or something like that? What are they doing to help them? Be in top shape when this thing kicks off again in June, if it does.
11: Yeah, each of the players is treated a little bit differently. You know, um, you know, Tony, he he has taken the time off for sure. He hasn't really done anything. He might, you know, he's, he's been at home and just he's definitely been working out and staying in shape. But I think from his standpoint, I mean, he turned pro at seventeen. Anyone that's played the mini tours, when you really are just trying to pay play paycheck to paycheck. He grinded for six, seven years before he even got on the Corn Ferry Tour and then you know, won on the Corn Ferry Tour, got on tour. But for seven years, I mean, he has worked super hard. He played a heavy schedule his first three or four years. And, and even up until last year, he just played a lot, you know, played in the Ryder Cup, Presence Cup, contended in, contended in so many major championships. And it just takes its toll, right? And he's got four young kids. I just think that he's using this as a nice break. To physically, emotionally, and mentally, you know, spiritually recharge, and and it's been good to see him just take that time off. Um, a couple of uh, my other guys, uh, Scott Harrington, took 17 years to get to the PJ Tour. He's kind of trying to stay sharp and stay stay ready. In Arizona, you can be outside and on the golf courses, but he has his story that people know pretty well. Is that his wife, you know, has recovered from can um, uh, recovered from cancer, but. He has to be really careful about how much contact he comes in with people too, because of that. So um, he's been playing a little bit, but all on his own, and, and um, just kind of just going and doing his thing for a little bit, and sending videos, and and I'll, I'll look at him and give him some some help. And then I have seen him a couple of times, and it it is different to teach a lesson where you aren't as hands on. You know, you just literally are keeping that six foot you know distance and just watching him hit balls and talking through things, and then wind them. You know he's he's anxious to, you know, stay sharp. He was playing good when the season kind of ended. So everyone's doing a little bit differently, and I think it's different for each uh, player's cases. I mean, Tony's this, will, this is his seventh year on tour, and he is a veteran. He's he knows he's he got a great game, and he's using this just to recharge his batteries. And then the other, you know, Wyndham and Scott have, they're, you know rookie and second year players on tour, where you know they're maybe a little bit more i um, anxious to stay a little bit more sharp but uh, I think once the tour schedule gets a little closer I'd prefer the guys just take the break my kids have just taken the break you know get away I don't know when the next time my kids they they grind hard they love the game they're they play so many days of the year sun up sundown oh you know, I've just encouraged them to take the time off we're all trying to get in better shape we build a you know uh, workout area in our in our garage we have practice you know opportunities here at our house backyard and, and indoor practice areas but really just take the break do some things that you haven't been able to do um, I've been doing some stuff around the house uh, you know just things that I haven't been able to do and we're all trying to get in better shape because that is something that you should come out of this you know a little healthier physically and I could I could definitely stand to do that that will help me a lot and my kids too get stronger and and come out of the break uh, ready to go on another long run because man, w- with this game and the way the tour schedule works and these junior golf schedules, they're intense. They're tough on the body and the mind. And so we're just trying to use this break to recharge the batteries.
2: I love that you're saying we should come out of this healthier. I, I'm with Phil Mickelson when he said I could see it going one of two ways, and it's definitely yeah. going the <laughs> the other way for me. But uh, yeah, I, setting some goals that that's the key. Uh, without goals, it just becomes uh, yeah. crumble cookie runs and uh, you know ice yeah. cream ice cream shakes and things. But hey, Boyd, um, what do you think when these players get back? This is going to be a different kind of schedule. It's obviously compacted. Yeah. You know they're, they're maybe. With, with with some of the events being canceled. And now you look at, I'm going to keep throwing out John Deere, for instance. You know, a lot of guys would yeah. be skipping John Deere because they'd be across the pond getting ready for the, the Open Championship the following week. With that not being the case, although Memorial does follow John Deere, um... Do you expect that it's going to be a challenge for some players to now have to adjust their schedule? Cause it seems like a, especially, I mean, athletes maybe in general, but maybe even more specifically golfers tend to be creatures of habit and now, and yeah. they like to plan ahead and now they're kind of being thrown a, you know, these, these audibles, uh, is that going to be a, a challenge that's different than what they're used to?
11: Oh, I think so for sure. I think you'll see a lot more guys play at John Deere or just in general play. Right. And I think, the way the schedule stacks up and and how intense it's going to be with, you know, everything coming at the end of the season, the playoffs, and then quickly coming up with, you know, PGA, U S open and the masters all, all going through the end of, you know, into November. I mean, I think guys are going to want to play at places they hadn't played before, even if it doesn't necessarily suit their games, but just to get sharp again, because a lot of, This could end up being a three-month break for some guys. And there are some guys, like Justin Rose, I don't even know. I think he's something like 190 on the FedEx. Uh, You'd have to correct me if I'm way off, but there's some guys that weren't really even playing a ton, waiting to kind of go on their little run in their schedule, right? Absolutely. And so it is is very weird for some of these players that are great players that are kind of even outside the FedEx Cup playoffs that they're going to be playing wherever they can even if they don't necessarily like the course or it doesn't fit their game. so And that that presents an interesting challenge, too, for the rookies on tour. That mm. They have their numbers, and usually in the summer they're getting in all the events. I mean, there's just a lot of logistics and a lot of challenges for, for everyone, right? So a lot of those players that got their tour cars through the Corn Ferry, um, they're trying to get in an events, and normally in the summer, the heat of the summer, they get in almost all, every event. And now uh, you'll see some great, great players play it tournament sites that they hadn't played before because they need the reps and they want the reps and they need to get ready for the playoffs and the major championships coming starting in august and september and november so yeah it'll be really interesting
2: yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun we're hoping to be able to watch some live golf for sure hey boyd we're out of time but thanks so much for joining us great insights man and we wish you and your family all the best as we continue to weather this out
11: oh yeah be safe be well appreciate you guys and uh all the best
2: Yeah, we appreciate you, Boyd. Boyd. Boyd Summerhays joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. Show continues next.
1: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
2: Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy
3: now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big
2: for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you by the all-new line of footwear by Quater from Travis Matthew. Well, if you like what you've been seeing from Quater, uh, then you're going to love the new additions to their new golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Really good stuff. You heard more about this. On our show a couple of weeks ago, but here's what you need to know first time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's C U A T E R.com. 15% off your first Quater purchase at Quater.com.
3: There are bag rats. (laughs) And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio.
2: Yeah, the caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio, and uh, we're pleased to welcome him in as we discuss... This, uh, new schedule out on the PGA tour and hope that it happens. Caddy, how are you, man? Checking out the new schedule. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? June 8th? Colonial? Is it going to happen? Uh,
12: June 8th, Colonial. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to happen.
2: No gallery. Okay. Well, yeah, the first four. So basically a month sans spectators. I'm okay. At this point in time, I'll take anything, huh? The first four, you're
12: not going to have to all four? Is that what you're saying?
2: It's like I was telling Bob before, you know, you're going to have, Bob was talking about how the momentum, usually you can feed off the crowd if you get going and things like that. Plus you can know what guys are doing ahead of you or behind you. And I told him, I said, it's going to be this quiet thing when all of a sudden you're going to hear, yeah! (laughs) 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 When somebody makes a birdie.
12: It's going to be a little weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I was telling Brian, I've played a lot of mini-tours in my life with no galleries, and that's kind of what it, it's going to remind me of, glorified mini-tour.
12: But that's okay. It's just, I think we need to have – on TV, I want to hear canned music. I want to hear canned there applause. There you go. I like that. Do I'm you really? The pipe pipe in the crowd. So I want,
2: produce it for yeah. television is what you're saying.
12: I'm, 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 I'm going for the canned applause. Mm. Absolutely.
2: So does that mean the players yeah. are going to have to know that that is happening and just go ahead and give the golf wave or acknowledgement when they make a putt?
12: We're just going to have to mic the caddies and players. Got to, got to mic the caddies and players.
2: That's way better than piping in crowd noise. That Come would be on. awesome.
12: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's, I agree. Let's, let's do it with about a twenty-five second delay <laughs> with three different <laughs> proofreaders.
2: Oh, I don't know. The last be...
12: person. The last person who gets to hit the, the mute button is the caddy's mother. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, then, you're, then have you have no issues. Then no you, issues.
2: You might as well not mic up players and caddies at that point.
12: Well, I don't know. Some of them have some pretty tough moms. That's
2: what I'm saying. So. You just, oh, okay. All right, other way around. Yeah, I got you. One tough mother. All right. I like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about the new schedule, June 8th through 14th, starting at, uh, Colonial?
12: June 8th through 14th. Yeah. We go Colonial, Harbor Town, let's yep. see up to River Highlands there over to the, the rocket in Detroit, John Deere Memorial 3M. Yeah. That's uh, it's nice. If it, if it, if it all goes well and we can play every week, uh, it's a cool little bit of momentum coming there, coming into the into the uh, playoffs. There got enough, enough stuff to tune everybody up and kind of get the momentum going back. Um, the middle of that schedule, what it they really didn't change a whole lot. Um, no. Going back to Olympia Fields, Bryson DeChambeau's U.S. Amateur Championship.
2: Oh, good one, Jim
12: Purek's Jim Purick's U.S. Open Championship.
2: Yep. Yes, that was my first U.S. Open that I ever attended live.
12: That's a great golf course. Whew, what that, a good golf course! Seeing the
2: the, the the image and I, no no disrespect to Furyk for winning it, but the image that stands out in my mind from that is Tiger carving that what, what was it a three wood um, on the dogleg right par five. He carved a just a ridiculous you know slice around the corner up onto the. I, it was you know what I'm talking about, right?
12: No, I just remember the winner. Nobody remembers who finished second.
2: I don't even know where Tiger finished. I don't think he finished second, even. But he didn't. You know, I,
12: I made a special book. My player's birthday was always during the U.S. Open, and uh, I made a special book for him. Little did he know that I, I put some photos in the book, and and uh, he wasn't suspecting them. And uh, that that was really it was a really big hit. I can't really comment on what was in there, but um. <laughs> The next the next year I put family photos in there of his wife and children. So Oh, there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. All right.
12: Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was really unique. Um yeah, special version. And uh let's see what else happened here. Um Olympia Fields. What do we got? Boston. Back to Boston, T P C Boston. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, T P C Boston. So I just yeah, we'll see what happens. Um I know that um I think it's pretty much a go right now and a go unless it's a stop instead of a stop unless it's a go. So that's yeah. better.
1: Well, so what do like, you think? I hope. What do you think about the tour losing the military tribute at Greenbrier? I'm
12: kind of bummed about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a fun 4th of July tournament. I think they really enjoyed that there at Greenbrier. And um, it's right down the road from... Well, it's four and a half hours, but it's kind of down the road from DC here, not too far away. It's very drivable and it's a beautiful place. But I'm kind of partial to the mountains. So, yeah. yeah. And plus, Till Herrick, who's the head pro there, every time I go there, he says, You got to stay here for a few days and play all the courses. Oh, Maybe I'll do that. Can we still
2: day. do that? Can we do a live show from out there? Yeah.
12: yeah i live show from the Greenbrier. There you go.
2: Yeah, I'd really like to do that. Set that up for us, Caddy.
12: Well, yeah, that's right. That's right up there. It's uh what do we have on the list now? We've got Pine Valley, Cypress Point.
2: Well, I mean, let's not get carried away, but you uh, to me the going to the Greenbrier f- feels like it would be a little bit like when we played at the Broadmoor. Yes? No.
12: Yeah, Greenbrier is pretty cool. It's a uh, the building that the hotel is you know what? I just realized it's one of the few. I don't want to call it a clubhouse because it's not a clubhouse. But I usually don't take pictures of buildings when I go to golf courses. I take pictures of the golf courses. But that's like Congressional's clubhouse. It's a, it's a photo op kind of a yeah. building. No question. Especially at night, they light it up. It's really it's beautiful. And you and you, and you know, know
1: I, what else you could do is you could drop you could drop my name and my dad's name because his team won the Ryder Cup there.
9: Yeah,
12: your your dad your dad kind of oh, does. Does he actually have the original Ryder Cup? Some do you have the other original Ryder Cup there. Do I maybe. have it? He, yeah, do you have it? Not, how much? I mean, your dad kind of owned the Ryder Cup, so he should have it. Yeah, he has a Ryder pretty Cup. Pretty much. I mean, he had an amazing. I mean, the real one, you know? Didn't I guess the real trophy? I don't know. No, <laughs>
1: Trophies, you don't get the real one. You get a weird. you get a smaller size one, kind of like the U.S. Open. You get a smaller size.
12: I made the mistake of joking that when they uh, when they when they decided to kind of open up the, the country and everything, they weren't going to let the European caddies in before <laughs> the Ryder Cup. So it's just our little way of saying, you know, you're on our turf. So yeah. Anyway, that didn't go over really well, by the way.
2: <laughs> no. How about Billy Casper, still Did the not. winningest U.S. Ryder Cup player in history? That's pretty amazing.
12: Some records are tough to break.
13: Mm.
2: It's a tough one. All right, Caddy. The, Jason Indeed. Sobel from the Action Network joined us in uh, hour number one. He dropped this on us, did a little math. So, it's from the first round of the PGA to the final round of the Masters on the current schedule is 101 days. And in that 101 days, you're going to have three majors, a Ryder Cup, and a FedEx Cup playoff. That's pretty good.
12: That's quite a stretch of golf there. And and you also have, if I'm not mistaken, a month and a half off between the Ryder Cup and the Masters.
2: Yeah, but you have, you know, other events in there. And Anyway, bottom line, it's going to be, you want to you be hot during those days. That'd be a good time to be on your game. You know, I'm a little
12: slow because I didn't fill in all the other tournaments in there yet. That's why I was looking at that, between... Let's yeah, say it's a month and a half between the Ryder Cup and the Masters. That's right. But no, that that is quite a clump of uh, yeah. So we've got let's see, yeah, PGA the first week of August. August. Kind of. Kind of, and so then we've got one, two, three. Then we've got East Lake three, the playoffs ending in East Lake, and then a week mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 quite a stretch, isn't it? Wow.
1: Yeah, wow. and then the uh, b- the week before the Ryder Cup is the U.S. Open.
12: Yes, Winged Foot. I have not yet seen the new greens at Winged Foot. They have new greens. Um, they expanded them all big time. Wow, I don't
1: know if
12: they went back to back to what they were, kind of a thing. Uh huh. I yeah. I I just um the last time I was there, I don't know, it was three or four or five years ago. And uh, they, yeah, they did some some green work since then. So I, I'm going to guess it's a restoration kind of a thing, most likely. Best I don't know, best about showers in golf. I don't really think about that when I think about Wingfoot. I really think about the golf course. But you know, yeah, but everybody, everybody sees the golf thing. course.
2: Not everybody gets to take a shower in the locker room. <laughs> well, I don't
12: know what you're seeing in the. I don't know what you're seeing in the shower. But I don't I'm, know. Shinnecocks were pretty good too. <laughs>
2: Shinnecock yeah. was a little too exposed for me. Remember, was we were coming out of the shower? They brought a tour through. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh but, really? Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh yeah. Mixed company tour <laughs> you know, through the locker room. I'm like, oh hey. Just, and the uh, locker room's not very big. Un- no. <laughs> I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Just a me, fat guy but- in a towel over here. Nothing to see. Keep moving along. But caddy little- back to Wingfoot. Yeah, back to Wingfoot. Back
1: to golf. My dad's an honorary member to 14, there. Bill. Is he really? Yes, he is.
12: Is that layup story true on all four rounds on the yes.
1: Park, number Yes, on three. number three. I mean, is it true? Rounds. Come on, now. all four rounds.
12: Well, you know, you hear all these Ben Hogan stories, and I'm thinking, is this a Casper story, or is this, you know what's
1: going You know, on? you know. Last week, if you would have been listening to the show, my dad told the story. If I had been listening to the show, yeah. Yep. Well,
12: I'm I, not sure we played that part of it. Actually,
1: so full. Cool. You didn't?
12: No, well, we just played the
2: masters part.
1: Oh, we just made the masters that's part. Absolutely. Oh okay But later so <laughs>
2: before the US Open we will play uh yeah. replay Billy's comments on laying up at that hole. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I
12: guess I can save a flogging for later. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. So yeah, that that uh that's quite a uh-oh, my alarm's going off. Hold on a yeah, second. It's so think, uh, yeah, it's that time. I think
2: that's probably our producer saying, hey, guys, you're <laughs> out of time here. Spend fun.
12: Well, not all the shows can be, you know, there's only one really great show, and not all the shows can kind of stand up to the fanfare. but I've been so busy with this, with this time off. I mean, it's terrible, right? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Caddy. Wow.
2: Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Thank you. There you go. That was the caddy joining us right here (laughs) on Real Golf Radio. Hey, we'll take a short break. Uh, Rex Hogger joins us next.
7: Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today.
2: When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com.
8: At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing. A complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time. Investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers. All in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are. A new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020, this ball changes everything.
2: You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer, tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates The kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And, of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating gel-brake technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com.
3: You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade.
8: you started it.
3: That's Real Golf Radio.
2: All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X 2020. Check it out online at callawaygolf.com redesigned, rebuilt, even better, best tour ball that Callaway has created, the new Callaway Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X 2020, available at Callaway Golf. Dot com. Hey, I appreciate the caddy for stopping by. Time to continue our discussion. Again, the topic of the week is the new schedule that has been released on the PGA Tour. And you know what? Look, it's something posted, something to give us something to look forward to, a little sense of normal, uh, perhaps, and something different to talk about, which is great. And uh, joining us to make sense of it all is our good friend. He's a senior writer for Golf Channel and uh, just one of the best in the business, Rex Hogger, joining us now. Hey, Rex, how are you?
13: Good. How are you
2: guys doing? Yeah, we're doing great, man. We appreciate you taking a few minutes. Uh, first of all, the announcement was made this week uh, about the new schedule. Uh, we, we are looking, I guess, at a potential June 8th at Colonial. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like I, like I mentioned just a second ago, it's great to have it out there, but uh, do you think we're going to be playing, seeing the PGA Tour players uh, June 8th at Colonial?
13: Well, the night before they announced on Thursday, I talked to a member of the pack, and they're very optimistic about this. And then a lot of things go into that. I think first and foremost, they just play the first four events without fans, and I think that's going to be a huge advantage for their part because that's half the worries, right? Then they don't have to worry about half the, the amount of people. And the other part of this is, is they've got time on their hands. And when the officials from the PGA Tour held a press conference earlier this week, and they talked about things that they need to do the things that need to be in place before they can have this event and really testing is what this boils down to. And they feel like that looking ahead two months, you know, or a couple of weeks, they'll have that testing and they'll be able to send just, not just players, but also some sort of symbols of TV personalities and, and TV and media and everything else that goes into it. And, and they'll be able to pull that off. Well,
1: will they be, will they be taking temperatures and testing and all that kind of thing at each event?
13: Well, right now, it seems like that's what has to happen. So uh, I think if you look at the landscape right now, that testing is still very much uh, its a controlled environment, and you don't want to have any testing outside of really what's essential for health. However, looking ahead, again, two months, they feel like that enough testing will be available that they will be able to test players and caddies and officials and everything else that goes into this. And the way it was explained by officials earlier this week is, Look, they would get tested when they got off the plane. They would get tested when they got off the golf course. They would get tested, of course, and they really want to make sure that they want to be the first back. Everyone wants to be the – every sport wants to be the first sport back. But you don't want to be the first sport back where there's a problem. So you're going to go out of your way to make sure this is as safe as possible. And I think the tour is doing a very good job. Like, keep in mind, this is just, you know, a, a dart on the board when it comes to calendar and they've decided to pick this date, and they hope at this point that they'll be able to do that. However, it is a very real possibility that in three or four weeks, you and I could be sitting having this exact same conversation because I think as the situation evolves, they're going to continue to adjust.
2: Rex Hogger, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So let's just assume that it does move forward. What are the, I guess, storylines or what is most uh, intriguing to you about how the schedule lays out at this point? Right now,
13: it's amazing that you could come up with a scenario where, and I asked this specific question to uh, tour officials this week, that they come up with something close to a complete season. And keep in mind that when all is said and done right now, if we do start at that you know, that June 8th day colonial, that you lo- lose about 25% of the season. So it would be 36 of them, And they feel like that's a viable season, and we could get to the tour championship in Atlanta, and we could have a conclusion. Even with one major championship played in the season, I mean, keep in mind the way the schedule is going to work out. So that means we're going to have six major championships in the next season. But they still feel like it's a viable season, and I I think I agree with that. I think that you can look back and you can say, yes, enough golf has been played that if we if we have a FedEx Cup champion in September at East Lake, that yeah, I could see that.
1: So how does that how does that affect all the players? Not only the marquee players, the top players. Um, that are that are high in the FedEx Cup points or some of them aren't so high like uh Brooks Kepka and, and uh Ricky Fowler and some of the other guys, how does it affect everybody concerned with being able to possibly make it into the, the playoffs as well as uh the keeping it keeping their cards?
13: Well keeping the cards going to be an interesting collection because I think what happens and this gets really into inside baseball but when you look at what happens in the Corn Ferry tour. And I think right now you're looking at a situation where, and I've heard this referred to as a mega season where you count what happened on January of this season all the way through to the end of next year. And that would be the corn ferry tour. So now all of a sudden we're not talking about guys being promoted to the next level. Therefore you wouldn't have relegation down to the next level. So I think tours really having to consider right now is the idea that even if you can have a PGA tour season, that runs through something close to the tour championship you can consider it viable. I don't know if we can get in the same routine of relegation and guys getting promoted and guys getting demoted onto the corn fairy tour. I just don't see how that's possible. Simple because of the things you just pointed out. The bigger issue here is players are are required by, by tour regulations to play 15 events. There Mm -hmm. are certain players right now that aren't even close to that. So you're going to have to come up with a scenario where, if you don't give them the opportunity to play 13, 15 events, you can't punish them. So you just mentioned a lot of different names. Brooks Koepka being the one that stood out to me. No, you, you couldn't punish a player like that just because, A, he hasn't played a whole heck of a lot this season, and, B, he probably hasn't played his best golf.
2: Rex Auger, Golf Channel, joining us here. So I was thinking about this. You know, it's been a month or so, and I told Bob, what were the storylines that we were – following that we were excited about before this interruption and which of those will carry over into the extended part of this season? What, what stands out to you? Is it that Tiger was out and skipping some events like Bay Hill and the players, and we wonder how his health? You mentioned Brooks Kepka, who had obviously some, some challenges with his game coming back from injury. Jordan Spieth, his game was still in question. But then guys like Rory were in form. So what of those stories kind of, uh, I guess, still are intriguing that you're anxious to see how they play out?
13: Well, Tiger, and I think it was great today when the schedule came out, or, I mean, again, earlier this week, and we you started kind of filling in the pieces. And and Tiger doesn't play a, a whole lot of these events, but something on the schedule, and Memorial is one that stands out. And you have the see in Memphis, that's obviously one, but there's not a, a lot of those events to play, so you would imagine that. If and when we get started in June, then he's going to have to add some events he's never played before. But there's a scenario where, or has only played once or twice. So there's scenarios where he could play Colonial or Hilton Head or something like that. And so that's intriguing to me. And and, and kept, yeah, what we we talked about. I mean, if anyone needed to hit the pause button at this point in the season, it, it was Brooks. And I think this is probably going to help him both phys- physically because I think he was still dealing with some injuries from last season. And mentally, I mean, his game closing wasn't where he wanted it to be. So I think mean, that's probably one of the big things that helped out. And then the third thing that stands out is there was something called the Premier Golf League that we were talking a lot about. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was dominating the headlines. And now all of a sudden we're not mentioning it at all for obvious reasons. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that's going to come back up eventually.
1: You know, it's kind of interesting um, about all this, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but 20,019 to 20,020 – um, that whole wraparound season, only one major championship, and then we're going to go into 2020 and 21, and we're going to have six majors.
13: It's a good problem, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool when you think about <laughs> you gotta well, it. you got to love it, huh? It, you do, and we were doing a show earlier this week where we were talking about how the impact the fall was going to be, and you're essentially going to have the U.S. Open, and the United States is going to be the Ryder Cup, and then the Masters is going to be played in November. We were kind of talking about how the condensed season could impact players and it's such a good problem to have though because if you sit and you think about it like right now we're we're just're we're, we all want golf we all want competition we all want to do what we normally do and I, I think in this particular scenario uh, we've all kind of tried and we've worked in recent years to get out of that shadow of football but we're going to be in the shadow of football and baseball and basketball and everything else whenever sports starts back up and it's going to be glorious because I think everyone's going to want as much sports as they can possibly get.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think it's going to no. matter. Uh, did you get enough of a, uh, did you wet your whistle enough last week? Did you get enough masters to tide you over till November?
13: I could. And, but again, I think we're all intrigued by how, how Augusta National could possibly play in November. And I, I, I don't have a clue. And, and you know, you kind of look back and, you hear players, I think Zach Johnson did a great interview with you Today to day a couple of days ago about he's been there a couple of times in November and what the golf course could be like. But just the idea, this golf course that we all know and we love and, and we, we could sit in the tight holes and exactly what's happened those holes. And suddenly, we don't know exactly how they're going to play it because it's November and the winds are different and the grass is different. And the thing about the whole scenario seems strange. So I, I just think it's so intriguing
2: Well, we'll see. I mean, we, we. I think there were a lot of us mixing up some egg salad last week and uh, getting out our favorite Masters hats and trying to take it all in as much as we could. But, yeah, at least we still have that to look forward to, as unique as it might be. Hey, Rex, thanks, man. We really appreciate your time and insight, and hopefully we'll be talking about some current golf here before too long.
13: I look forward to it. Thanks,
2: boy. All right, you got it. Rex Rex Hogger joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break and uh, wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys. BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com.
5: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate
1: Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
4: Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick Maverick Max and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. guarantee. Guarantee.
2: Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you.
3: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right,
2: welcome back to the show presented by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft 2020. Chrome Soft X, check it out, the ball that changed the ball. Completely re-engineered their best tour ball ever. Available at CallawayGolf.com. We really appreciate Jason Sobel from the Action Network, Boyd Summerhays, the caddy, Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel, all joining us here on the show. Again, big news this week, PGA Tour announcing that the new schedule is out, supposed to resume June 8th at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas, and we can only hope that we'll be watching some live golf before too long. Even without spectators, it'll be great to see some golf and talk about some current storylines, not what ifs and what has been. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer extraordinaire. We'll catch you next week. And of course, remind you, you can hit us up on our social channel. Join us on Twitter, at Real Golf. And we'll see you next week. Take care and stay safe. And thanks for listening to Real Golf Radio.
3: Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website
9: at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.